Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestroProds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Remember today we have Alex. And that's it. Yep. I Just almost said me. I almost said Cave was here. Cave is doing what I assume he's always doing when he's not here, wrestling gators or something. <laughs> we need to come up with fucking new material for that. I know. What else does he do? I don't know. Get hit by cars? I mean, get hit by cars, work at GameStop. Work at GameStop on holiday season. Apparently, he's not doing that anymore. Uh, yeah, because he doesn't need to. But yeah, because holiday season is over. Holiday season, and he was like, oh my god, I want to kill myself. I want to kill myself, or I want to kill all these people. One of the two. Sounds about right. Just see him like take take the to- the the toy keyblade from Kingdom Hearts and just like flip over the counter and start stabbing people. <laughs> and by stabbing and by stabbing people, I mean poke them with a blunt toy weapon. Yeah. No, I can't I mean, take this anymore. I remember all I the must stories. Unleash the darkness. I remember all the stories that James told me about his time when he was working like a. He's working at like CVS or it was working at Walgreens. Yeah, he's working at Walgreens, and just every week it would be just a new story about how someone was a fucking idiot. That's basically how it goes. Yeah, I feel eternally blessed that I have never had to work like a real retail job. I worked in the movie theater for like a month, and um, like the ver- very first day I got there, and then like this one security guy just comes walking by, talking to his radio, like, "Yeah, I need backup outside. Somebody just got stabbed." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Jersey, click, click, cl- cl- Jersey." Yeah, cl- clearly I chose the uh, the wrong theater to work at. Yeah, I never had anything that extravagant happen. It was. It was being yelled at for not sweeping the floor the right way, even though even though three different people told me the right way to sweep the floor, which were all different. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, I was working as a bag boy at a grocery store. And then, yeah, I was... No one... Yeah, so in the like couple of weeks that it took for me to actually get that job, no one in that time told me what my actual responsibilities were beyond bag groceries. Because apparently... You have a lot more responsibilities when you're when you're a bag boy, aside from just bagging groceries. Yeah, I found that happened a lot. Like I got I got hired by one dentist guy one time to like do his computer like filing and stuff. Yeah, and somehow somehow I got roped into making false teeth <laughs> while I was doing this, which is something <laughs> something that like I was not, I did not sign up for and I was not very good at. But he's like, no, it's fine. You'll figure it out. Did you figure it out? And not really. I mean, I got a couple made. They weren't very good. But I mean, I I I sort of figured it out. I just didn't have the like molding hand skills required to make it like exactly to the specifications to fit into a guy's mouth. Uh huh. Yeah, that seems like that seems like it require a certain level of artistry. That yeah. No offense, I don't really associate with you. I do not have no. I do not. I'm not a ceramics uh, artistic kind of guy. Unfortunately. Yeah. So anyway, it was inter- it was interesting though. Yeah, no job I've had has been interesting except for this one. Just they've all been well. Yeah, just boring retail stuff. Uh, 
I, I've, I've had two real jobs. I believe I've said this before on the show or a show, at least. Okay. I've had two real jobs and both of them lasted two months each. Hmm. Yeah, I was a bag boy at a grocery store and then I worked. Um, okay, I guess I've had one and a half real jobs because then I also worked uh, behind the counter at a video store. Like well, a local a while ago. Yeah, like a local. Or do you guys or do you guys still have video stores up there? Uh, no, no, we do not. Every video store that we have is oh, shut okay. down. Yes, yeah, about what it is down here too. Yeah, we had three video stores in town. It was Blockbuster, um, Video King, which was owned by a Indian family, which they were nice enough. I went in there a lot as a kid. Um, they they were real cool about shit. Uh, and then uh, Grumpy's Video, which is the one that I worked at, which I worked at it one day a week for three hours for two months. And I worked there for $6 an hour, which was $2 below minimum wage. So that's why I consider it half a job. No, now I, uh, I just, I do running around for a, an environmental company. So I get to like walk around factories and stuff and like get papers signed and take uh check to check their water. And it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. I do this. And by inter. By by interesting, I mean um, it's it's impressive how stupid people that run <laughs> factories are. Guys, what kind of, I'm like, well, you have a successful factory. You clearly must be an intelligent person because an idiot couldn't run something like this. And um, no, yeah, the couple minutes later, the couple minutes later, you just hear that guy screaming, "Oh God, I accidentally I accidentally stapled my hand to a piece of paper." Well, no, it's, it's not that. It's it's like we give them specific instructions on what to do and how to take the water sample, like with it written down and everything, and they still do it wrong. And like when when you say, "How did you possibly screw this up?" and we give you detailed written instructions that even a, a fifth grader could follow, they're just like, "I don't know." Yeah, so I followed your instructions, and now I have a what? So I follow your instructions, and here the water sample, and he just hands it over. It's like this is a vial of coffee. Like, what is that? Know what you wanted? As he's like drinking the actual water sample. Yeah, it's like it has to be. It has to be in a specific bottle we give to them. He gives me like a water bottle that like he he MP must have like just emptied out and put it in the water bottle. And I'm like, why didn't you just use the clearly labeled bottle that we have right there that already had the chemicals in it that we had to do? Well, I I thought this would be okay. Well, no, it's not okay. It's no good. Oh wait, that label bottle is what that was for. Oh, I've used that as I've used that as a tobacco spit. And then there's the, the, and then there's this one. This one place has like a boiler, which means they have to have a boiler guy on duty at all times. And uh, they had a boiler guy like watching on a video screen from at home, so they didn't <laughs> have to pay him to come in. <laughs> Suffice to say, that's not this is not how it works. They're supposed to be within quote intervention range, which means with it, which means on the, on site to do something. If the boiler starts to explode, they can turn it off. And uh, yeah, uh, safety inspectors came in. And they were like, where's your guy? And they was like, well, we have a certificate right there. And they're like, yes, that's a very nice certificate, but he has to actually be sitting in the room so he can turn the boiler off if it starts to explode. Well, he's watching at home right now from a camera. Okay, that's nice, but where does he live? Oh, he lives about a half hour away. Okay, by the time he gets here, this place will just be a crater. Yeah. Also, the camera's on like a 10-minute delay. Yeah. So they're like, okay, sure, we'll get we'll get him to uh, come in tomorrow, right? And then they just didn't do it. And then the inspector came in the next day, and he's like, yeah. I'm just here to make sure you weren't blatantly lying to me yesterday when you said you'd get the guy in, which you clearly were. 
Ah, oh, factory work. Yeah. But it's, it's nice when I go in and all the workers think I'm, like, one of them. Because I, like, I'm carrying around a cooler and I look like I'm, like, a... Not a... Not, like, a... You look from like you're not company, a fucking narc. Just, yeah. Yeah, basically. Or, or I'm, I'm not, like, this jackass boss. I'm like, hey, this guy knows... This guy understands us. He's walking around the factory floor with us. <laughs> Just, just imagine that you walk with you like, walk in with a clipboard. They're like, "Oh, this motherfucker!" They're ready to just fucking lay into you. They see you're carrying a, you see, they see you're carrying like a cooler, and it's like, "Oh, he's a good guy." He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, I'm, and I'm t- I talk to him. I'm like, "Hey, how are you guys doing today?" Oh, we're doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Anyway, we're gonna talk about video games. We are. So, Alex, you said before recording that you didn't actually get to play much over the break. I did not. And uh, would you like to know why? Sure. Let's hear it. Okay. So, so as I was, to- I was, I was talking before, uh, holidays meant, uh, my parents and my sister were over for most of the, uh, the time. So, and also my dog just had surgery, which means he basically has to be watched like a two year old child. So he doesn't move his leg the wrong way. So I spent a lot of time basically babysitting my dog and saying, Hey, stop that. Sit down. <laughs> hey, what are you chewing on? And uh, get that out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, he could chew on whatever he wants. He just like whenever he tried to jump out of the, we put him in like a playpen, so we didn't have to lock him in the crate the whole time because otherwise he'd go nuts. But like every time, every time like something interesting would happen, he'd try to jump out of it. And I have to be like, hey, sit down. Not that. And um, also, uh, so. For Christmas, I was given the gift of a eye appointment paid for because I haven't been to the eye doctor in a very long time. So they're basically like, well, since you're not going to go, we're going to pay for it and make you go get your eyes looked at because you haven't been to the eye doctor in like five years and your prescription is probably not so great. Okay. That's, and, uh, I was just going to ask like, okay, do you have to go to the eye doctor regularly? But then glasses. Okay. That clicks. Okay. But then wait, listen. Okay. But then it gets complicated. So, uh, she did. She did the whole eye exam with like with the di- dilate your eyes and then like look on it and like have a mesquite, uh, machine scan your eyes, and uh, and then she's like, "Oh, there's a black spot in one of your eyes," <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Is that bad?" And she was like, "Well, I mean, it could be it could be like a mass or it could be a tear." So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have you come back and look at it again. So I did. And uh, she says, yeah, it's still there. Okay, I'm going to send you to a specialist. So I had to go to a uh, New Jersey retina specialist, which is like for um, – if it's basically just like an eye surgeon. And I, I had to go there. I sat there. I was like the youngest guy in the room by about 40 years because it was all like 70 and 80-year-olds who were like losing sight due to old age. Yeah, it was all people who were, like slipped like, and then all of a sudden went blind in one eye. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing here? Like you don't belong here. So what are you doing here, youth? Yeah. So I so I went I, even though I I went in there and I was and she was like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Well, um, <laughs> the nurse just straight up. It's like, all right, Alex, the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, like what are you doing here? Yeah, so well, because I, I had a note from uh, my regular eye doctor, and she was like, "Oh, okay, she thinks you have a tear in your right eye." So she she was going through all these questions and like. Because you you basically have to fill out like, do you have all these various health problems that people of old age usually only have? And I'd be like, no, 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 no. 
And then she she kept at and she kept asking other questions. And a lot of times she's like, "Do you have no? Probably not because you're only thirty three. <laughs> like like are 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 you incontinent and do you have kidney stones? Um, I don't think so because you're clearly not old enough for that yet. So it was just it was just it was clear that that uh, the entire thing was like expected for people that were like maybe over the age of fifty. At the do you most. have any rawness in your gums from moving dentures? Yeah. So once that was done, they dilated my eyes again and numbed my eyes again and checked my eye pressure by – so like, we're going to check this, your eye pressure by jamming this thing in your face. Ugh. So I was like, okay. Like, isn't that going to hurt? Like, yeah, but that's where we numbed your eyes. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I did that. And then I finally got to see the eye doctor, and they, it was like being tortured. They strapped, they like, they strapped me to this chair. They put my head back, and the guy was just like, "Look this way, look this way," and like feeling around. He's like, "Oh, this is good." And he he almost sounded bored. He's like, "He's like, all right, this looks good. This looks good. This is fine. This is fine." He's like yeah. everything is good. Like he was, he was like, "Man, this is boring." I was hoping you'd have like a problem or two. Well, yeah, because like at that like like you walking in, you know, fucking like young dude walking into the fucking like geriatric eye guy he's like oh fucking finally something goddamn interesting and then it's like oh it's just fucking boring routine okay do this do this yeah do that again okay and and then they put me into like the super duper scanner that practically blinded me and then he's like oh no you're fine i don't know what she was talking about <laughs> i was like i was like you stressed me out for three weeks for this and he and he he pulled up the picture and sure enough there was nothing there and she he he goes no I mean he says he's like it might have been an artifact which is apparently just like a weird like mark on your lens from like light going through that like might last a little longer than usual but generally fades away if you're not over the age of sixty so he's like no you're fine no tear no no tumor you don't have eye cancer you don't need your eye taken out so. And so yeah, you said you, you had one of these no, appointments for paid so, for. Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah, well, yeah, because one, well, the one of them was paid for because uh, it was my Christmas gift. So, yeah, and I had to use my health insurance to pay for uh, the other ones. Which, I mean, I don't, I don't use it for much anyway, so that worked. And, yeah, they were like, well, we weren't expecting you to have an actual problem. We thought, like, she'd just go, okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> here's your prescription your adjusted prescription like we didn't know she'd be sending you to a specialist like, but this is a reason why you should go yourself because what if it had been a problem and they didn't been think too late. and then they didn't think in the back of their heads oh the reason he didn't go is because we had to gift him an appointment well they've been they've been bugging me to go for years I'm like yeah I'll get to it eventually yeah, I'll get to it eventually. And then finally, they're like, okay, you're clearly not going to get to it eventually, so we'll Jesus do it Christ. for you. I, I don't know if it's like a similar situation in Canada because like, I don't go to eye doctors. But like the idea of having to be gifted the money to go see a doctor at all is fucking mind-blowing to me. I, I mean, I could easily pay for it myself. I just couldn't be bothered going. No, it's just like... The idea that you have to pay to go see a doctor in the first place. Oh. Again, Canada, universal health care up here, bitch. I mean, I have, I mean, I have health insurance, so. 
But I mean, like, yeah, every- appointment checkups usually have to pay a little. I mean, it was only like 60 bucks for, like, the checkup. Fuck, God. I, I have never paid to go to the doctor in my entire life, and the very concept of it is so alien that I cannot fathom it. Well, do you wear glasses? No. Oh, okay, so you don't have to go to the eye doctor regularly. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't know if, like... If like Canada's universal healthcare or whatever is actually actually covers you know like eye and ear doctors, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, I have to go to make sure my prescription is still right. Yeah, because I haven't changed this pair in like ten years. Yeah, glasses are another thing that just fucking blows my mind. I mean, as far as like a regular doctor, I haven't gone to one of those in like a very long time because I'm like, well, there's nothing wrong with me, so I don't. Just really like, hey, need here's to go some doctor. Just hey, here's some curved glass on some wires. That'll be seven hundred dollars. Well, they're not that expensive. My mom they're wears like glasses, really- and I think she actually just said that, like, like she had to get new pairs not too long ago or something along those lines, and she was like, "Yeah, they were like five, six hundred bucks." Yeah, they're not that expensive down here. Like the expensive ones will maybe run you a hundred dollars, but like we have a place that gets them for like only fifteen or twenty, so it's relatively cheap. So anyway, Canada, that's man. Part, but but get. Yeah, but getting back to the part of my story, so that's part of the reason I didn't play too many games um, during the break, because I kept getting my eyes dilated, because I kept going to the eye doctor. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know if you've ever had your eyes dilated before. But I, I um, don't think I, I think I've only done it maybe once when I went to go see the eye doctor originally. Yeah, well, so it basically, it makes everything blurry, and it makes everything light sensitive for, like, hours. Ooh. So, like, if you look... So if you if you look at like a digital clock, it looks like like the numbers are being shot at you via laser beam because they're so blurry. So I tried to play a game like this, and I was just like, "Oh my god, it's killing me!" <laughs> like it's 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 like they're 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 jumping out of the like like somebody's shooting at you. Like oh my god, they're actually it's like really bad three D. It's like Snake is actually shooting at me, and I feel like I have to dodge the bullet that's coming at me as a blur. It's like VR. It's like VR. VR was really bad. So it's like early VR. And required putting drugs in your eyes to work. The Virtua Boy. Drugs that numb your eyes because the eye doctor is poking them. Yeah, the virtual boy. And he doesn't want to hurt you. Yeah, but th- there's a virtual boy. The virtual, the virtual boy was my friend had a virtual boy. It was terrible. <laughs> I feel sorry for your friend. Like, like that was like that was like the, a birthday present when it when like it was just coming out and nobody knew it was going to suck. And like, hey, we got you a virtual boy. And it oh, was just, is awesome. It was just oh bad. god, my eyes. It was just bad. Yeah, I put it on and I was like, oh wow, this is terrible. Does your friend wear glasses too? They, uh, he does. I think that's why. <laughs> you both looked into a virtual boy. And now you both wear glasses. That could be it. That could be. That could be. Yeah. That could be why we wear glasses. Like we we used a virtual boy once. Because I say yeah. Because I didn't wear glasses at the time, and I was like, oh wow, this is terrible. Oh, oh no, my eyes have been ruined forever by the terrible graphics of the virtual boy. Thanks, Nintendo. I think the guy who made the virtual boy like had to retire in disgrace because it was just so bad. I don't actually know. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna look that up now. I'm curious. I think that was it because I was just. It was bad. 
I think he still has it though. Like just just on like on like a shelf of honor, like with all his games and his like also his virtual boy. Like why do you still have that? I don't know. It's not, it's not like it's not like it's worth anything. It's not like anybody's gonna buy it. Okay, I forget. So, I forget. I think it was the guy that invented the Game Boy. Yeah. So, um, Kumpei Yokoi. Uh, he was the creator of the Game and Watch. Uh, he created the D shit. He created the D pad. Huh. And he also made the Game Boy, and was the, and was a producer on Metroid and Kid Icarus. So he he had a pretty good career going there. Yep, and then it all came. Crashing down. It all came crashing down when he made the virtual boy. And it was like, oh, great. You've ruined us. Yeah, so, um. Yeah, so many other creations, the virtual boy was a commercial failure. Nintendo has denied that the virtual boy's poor performance in the market was the reason for Yokoi's subsequent departure from the company. Holding that his, holding that his retirement with- was absolutely coincidental to the market performance of any Nintendo hardware. According Who to his, are they kidding? He quit. He, he, he quit because of the Virtual Boy. According to his Nintendo and Kodo colleague Yoshihiro Taki, Yokoi had originally planned to retire at age fifty to do as he pleased, but had simply delayed. Uh, it, simply delayed it. According to David Sheff's book Game Over, Yokoi never actually intended for the console to be released in its present form. However, Nintendo pushed the Virtual Boy to market so that it could focus development on the Nintendo sixty four. So yeah, that the thing that was actually released was never intended to be released. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just a just a weird weird uh, thing I made just in my spare time. Great, let's let's uh, let's mass produce it and market it. And it's like, I think that's a I don't think that's a good idea. Ah, oh, you made the Game Boy. How bad could it be? Yeah, like the thing the thing was like early proof of concept. Like, hey, this could be a thing, but this is what it looks like right now. So it's trash. So we need to fucking like take some time with this. And then Nintendo was like. And then it was like, what? Sorry, we already pushed it to market. Wait, what? Why the fuck would you do that? You can't play without a goddamn stand. It's like the original Atari release of Pac-Man. Like, yeah, this is this is good. This is like a pre-alpha alpha. All right, release it now. Wait, what? Why? Because it's Christmas. No one will care. Why do that? Everything is just dots, even the ghosts. Yeah, like, ah, no one will care. And then everyone cared. And then everyone cared. And that is why the games crashed in 83. Yep. The industry as we know it today, built on a fucking, built on the foundation of a landfill of old video games. Good old E.T. Anyway, while your eyes did work, what did you manage to play? All right. So when my, when my eyes did work and I'd have to babysit my dog or entertain my family, uh, I went back to DCU online because I got the email. It's like, hey, free time to play if you want. You guys want to come back and start giving us some money? That game Please. still exists. It does still exist. That's why I went back because I'm like, this game is still going. That's that's amazing. And it still it's been has going a subscription model. Uh, actually, no, it doesn't have a subscription model. Exactly. Okay. Um, the base game is the base game is free. But there are like quote special story chapter things that are usually coincidentally about whatever DC is trying to push at the time. Yeah, like like now I think it's like 
Infinite. Uh, now it's like Crisis because like CW is just doing Crisis. Yeah, yeah, they are. And when 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 Aquaman was coming out, it was an, it was Aquaman based stuff. So the so fact from that, that it's still until, getting content is shocking to me. I know. So yeah, and all, and even though it's also like, hey, if you join now, you can immediately promote one character to max levels. So you can jump right to the new content, which is something I really wish they'd done years ago when I was first getting into MMORPGs because, ugh, so many wasted nights with EverQuest trying to get like to end game content to play with my friends, which I never did because I was terrible at EverQuest and EverQuest was not a very balanced game. I'm like, why couldn't they just do that? Like, hey, you want to just play the end game stuff? Sure, give us ten bucks. Okay, you're level fifty. Jesus or Christ, hey, they, you want you? They had content come out last month. What the fuck? Yeah, for DCU. Yeah, yeah, that, it's still going. It's that still, is, it's still being supported. That is ridiculous. This shouldn't. This game came out in 2011. I know. I was there when it came out. I played the beta. How? It's it's. I mean, it's it's fairly fun, all things considered. I mean, if if you enjoy the fact that you're playing as an OC donut steel version of all of uh, like a superhero, because you can't actually. Well, no, you you can play as like the actual DC characters, but only in quote arena mode. Where did you hear all the qualifiers like a, you just put on that sentence? Um. What golf besides arena mode? No, just just like all the like all the qualifiers are like it's pretty fun, you know, for what it is. When you think about it, kind of. I, I mean, this, I, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been, but it also could have been good or like like based on the reception to this game that I have seen, based on like everyone else talking about it. This game should have lasted. This game should have died at the same time like the fucking Marvel game did. Oh, Marvel Heroes? Oh, that just makes me sad. I played Marvel Heroes, too. I liked Marvel Heroes. Marvel Heroes died because, um, well, actually, I think I think it died because like the company was just, like, embezzling stuff. And also, they went all in on, like, I think they went all in on um, some new version of the game, and it didn't work. And they wasted a lot of money. I don't know. Yeah, Marvel Heroes launched... Two years after DCUO, and then it got shut down in 2017. And Marvel Heroes had fewer updates, too. Marvel Heroes only really had, like, the base game, and that was it. They added, like, a million new characters that you had to buy. But in terms of, like... I mean, and they also had events based on whatever movie was going on at the time. But in terms of like you know additional content, I don't think they ever really did much. Whereas is that DCU is that online, just why just just like this game that was released that was like middling to acceptable at best just happened to be just happened to have like you know regularly regularly updated stuff. So they were just like okay, yeah, cool. Could be. I think it's also that they just they bought the license for a long time and they're um, who, who runs it? I think it's Sony Entertainment Online. Uh, uh, no, Daybreak and Warner Brothers Games. Okay, well, uh, they, I I mean, uh, well, I mean, Marvel Heroes' company went out of business, so that's probably why they got shut down. 
because they couldn't maintain the servers without it. But yeah, I guess I guess they make enough from uh, how it is to keep going. Guess so. I mean, it's not a bad game. It's kind of entertaining sometimes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've certainly played I've certainly played worse MMORPGs. Ugh, fuck, man. You know, like EverQuest. That shit is just goddamn hilarious. Just every time, just every time you talk about it, it just gets funnier and funnier. That it's still going. No, just, just like your defense of it is just so lukewarm. It's like, yeah, it's fun enough. Man, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm so used to playing like bad MMORPGs that I'm just like, well, if it's not terrible. Just I've I never, guess that's good enough I've for never me. felt such a half-hearted defense of a game before. I mean, I'm not going to be like, this is game is great, you should play it, and if you don't like it, you're stupid because, um, well, no, yeah, obviously, it's not it's not that good. So, but it's 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 fun. It's it's entertaining to uh, you know run around and be friends with Batman. <laughs> have have him make you a robot mech suit. Yes, Batman embraces my other kin. Or uh, if he you takes want, off his, you can he takes off his mask to reveal that he is actually a bat furry. Another another thing that might be keeping it going is that like you know it has like the DC animated voices. I think well at least. Batman is Kevin Conroy and Joker was Mark Hamill, so people that were is, like, "Oh my the, god, that I is must the bare I must, minimum, dude." I I must hear, I must hear more of that. Maybe I don't know. They do do obscure things, like you know, um, what's the character's name? Ambush Bug is in it. Oh, nice! Just and like you know, all kinds of random characters. Like so, maybe maybe, maybe that's why. If, if you're a fan of like you know just obscure DC characters, they do show up in the game. The last two, which is more yeah, than the last two expansion packs that they released, were about fucking Dark Knight's metal. Yeah, what's that? It's dumb. Dark Knight's metal was an I, event that that ha- that happened um a while ago. I think like last year, like, like middle of last year. I think. Um, and it was, and it was, what if like nine different evil versions of Batman invaded the real world? Oh, great. It's one of those. Oh, so it's like injustice except Batman is the bad guy. Uh, no, it's worse than injustice because injustice actually like, like you read the comic of injustice actually has some competent writing and like some thought put behind it. This is as opposed to the game. Yeah. Whereas with, uh, with, um, what is it? That fuck. Dark Knight's Metal. Dark Knight Metal. Yeah, it's okay. So what if you took a Batman Joker, a Batman Wonder Woman, a Batman Flash, a Batman Green Lantern, and a Batman Superman, made them all evil, gave them all fucking like death metal armor, and then set them loose on the real world, set them loose in the fucking DC universe? Can they like combine their powers to summon Bat Captain Planet too? I don't think so. I think there is like a... I think there is like an like an overall like super evil Batman. Yeah, Barbatos, ah. also known as the Bat God. 
Yes, he was a being created by. Well, I didn't get that far yet. Yeah, he was a being so, created by. I, um, I just played it out of morbid curiosity because I was like, "Oh, this game is still running," and I'll get a free uh, character upgrade to max level. All right, I'll give it a try. Because I mean, it's not like I played regular. I haven't touched it in like three years. Yeah, and three years ago, I just played it the same reason. I'm like, "Geez, I wonder if this is still working." Okay, this is still pretty good. All right, that's yeah. enough of that. Apparently, Barbatos was the gut. Barbatos claimed to be the bat that actually flew through Bruce Wayne's, Bruce Wayne's window that made him want to be Batman. Really? Yeah. Also, the so this this god. Let me read off some of his powers and abilities. Great Dragon Physiology, Anti Music, Infection. He has anti-music. I kind of want to fight him in the game now. I might have to play this event. Yeah, the fucking bat god comes down, turns into a giant dragon, and then plays a and then plays a non and then plays a fucking nega song. Just, I will be anti-music. Pa- what happened? The ba- the background music going off. What happened? He's using his powers of anti-music. It's like, don't worry, guys. I got this. Just a dude with a guitar just comes and just starts shredding. He pulls out like a fucking lute and then starts playing some, starts playing something else. And then all of a sudden, there's no music. It's like, what's happening? I've negated your music with my anti-music. <laughs> <laughs> How would you notice? The strings are made of wood and the body is made of strings. <laughs> it's like, oh god, he's too powerful. He's too powerful. He's, he's he makes too much sense. He makes ah. Uh. Don't worry, we can beat him with the power of music. And just a dude comes out with a bass guitar, just tries to fucking play some harmony to it, but can't because there's just no other music. It's like, it's like Macra 7 where he's trying to sing, but he can't because his powers are being negated. Yeah, exactly. He's a just drummer. Like moving his mouth like, which makes he's just moving his mouth like, like, but nothing's coming out. It's like, oh no, he's canceled my power of music. Yeah, a drummer's there trying to blast beat, but everything's off, but everything's off tempo because he, because like the metronome in his head is broken. He's like, I can't, I can't get the beat. No. Well, okay, just para did all para. Fuck, I fucked up again. God damn it. Damn you rudiments. <laughs> Dark Knight's Metal was terrible. It, it sounds like it. But I'm curious how that event goes in game now. I'll have to see if I can play that before uh, they stop uh, with the free events for the month. Good luck, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not even going to bother, but I mean, maybe I'll see if I can do it. Because uh, because they're saying all the other MMO RPGs that I've played throughout the years, which still remember I played them, are like, hey, you want to play back? Want to play some free time? Like, I'm, I got one from the Old Republic too. Like, hey, you haven't played the game in a while. Do you do you, do you, you not hate Star Wars? Still, yeah, like, do you still uh, do you still like Star Wars, even though that last movie that came out? Because if so, if so, we... I walked uh, out of that goddamn thing. It's like, hey, hey, you want to play... You want to remember when Star Wars was good? Come play the Old Republic again. Exactly. And uh, beyond that, uh, based on Cave's suggestion, I actually went back to play a really old NES game that I hadn't played since I was like nine years old. Which was the Rocketeer? Oh, like based on the movie? Based on the movie, yes. Because I did not know when that was I a was game. really, 
There was, yes. It uh, came out in 91 for the NES. Uh, it was made by Bandai, and it was bas- it's basically your side-scroller uh, punch him, shoot him up, where uh, you, pay- you play as the Rocketeer, and you basically just walk through stages, like, you know, shooting mobsters. Yeah, I assumed it was like a... Like, I don't know, like that the fucking Star Wars game or for on, the, on the SNES or like something else like that where it's like side-scrolling enemies come at you from each direction. You can shoot in the four cardinal directions. Yeah, basically. But every once in a while they get like a fucking shoot em up section because you have – because you can fly. Well, this, well it, took, it took me a while to figure this out when I was originally playing because I was only nine years old. Naturally. But uh, – yeah, so no, because because I, I said, I'm like, why can't I fly? He could fly in the commercial. I wanted to fly like the Rocketeer. That's literally the Rocketeer's so, whole thing. If he doesn't fly, he's just a guy with a gun. So, uh, but no, you have to pick up fuel cans to fly, and then, if, and then you can fly if you double jump. But, like, they don't show up for a while in, and I didn't get very far when I was a kid because I was, I was not very good at games when I was little. Like, it's amazing. I'm like, oh... Uh, I mean, some of our friends were. Well, your but friends I, are liars. I, was just like, I, 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 I had no concept of like you know, like ammo conservation or like you know timing, enemy patterns. It's just like, oh no, the enemies are shooting at me! Bang, 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 bang! Oh no, I'm dead. Yeah. So, so yeah, play, playing it as someone who actually understands the concept of games now, it's it's a pretty decent side scrolling shoot 'em up, but it's, it's a lot easier. I'm like, oh, I can duck. I, c- I should duck when they shoot at me and then shoot them in the legs. <laughs> this brilliant strategy I couldn't think of when I was a very little kid. My God, I can duck. Hey, they only shoot bullets in three in uh, like three round bursts, so I could like jump over them, then jump over them again, and then punch the guy. The, it, it has this weird thing where like you pick up ammo and you have like ninety nine ammo, and like he has like a bunch of different guns, like a handgun. Or a shotgun that like fire bullets in different patterns and use different ones, but he has them all from the start. So once you pick up bullets, like hey, if you want to waste ten bullets, you can just shotgun somebody. Or if you want to use one bullet at a time, you can just you know use a regular handgun, or you can just punch them. Yeah, which costs no bullets. And it's a, it's a fairly short game. I, you can pretty much knock it out in about an hour. It ends with you fighting Timothy Dalton on the blimp, where you only have your gun. And uh, it's not bad. Reminded me of my childhood and how bad a player of games I was when I was a little kid, because I was very impulsive and had no concept of how games worked. Yeah. Yeah, I I was the same kind of way. Like, like back when I was a kid, I would... Like Super Mario World was a game I spent way too much time on as a kid, not because it was like not because I was like oh really gonna go play this over and over again, just because I couldn't get past like World Two, because I was trash. Yeah, I did the same thing with the original Mario. But then I but then like I just on the Switch I have like the uh, old uh, the SNES Virtual Console thing. Yeah, and I went into that game again and I beat World Three in an hour. Yeah, once you realize, hey, I should not just run into every enemy. Yeah, once you, know. you like know how to play video games. 
once you have timing and all that down, then it works. It's like it's like how I sucked playing Mega Man games as a kid, but then like when I as I got older, suddenly I'm like, oh, I should duck. Hey, this guy has certain frames where he's more vulnerable. I should hit him then. Yeah. As opposed to just, there he is, kill him, shoot him. Ah, I'm dead. Yeah, just the second you're able to move, just, just fucking like hammering that goddamn button, not moving at all. Just die, you asshole. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't let Toad Band keep jumping on me. Uh, it's been a minute since I played a Mega Man game. I should, I should play, I should play one again. They hold up quite well. Yeah, it, I haven't actually played the new. I haven't played the new one yet, though. Uh, what, the which one that new actually, one's that? What what number are we on now? Twelve. Uh, what's the one that either. came? What's the one that came out like last year? Like with modern graphics and everything. I did not know a Mega Man came out last year. I think it was eleven. Yeah, I th- I thought uh like I thought a uh, fucking Capcom just let that series die. No, they they uh, they let it come back that just just once just to see, just to see what would happen. There's also a, a Mega Man show on TV, but it's like nothing at all like how Mega Man goes. Yeah, so Mega it's Man like, Eleven a- uh, was released two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, 2018, like like near the, near the back end of 2018, was released worldwide before it was released in Japan. Which that's, that's interesting. Weird. Maybe it's more popular around the world than in Japan now. I guess. Yeah, you because know, we had that awesome cartoon. Sure. Where where everybody made terrible puns. I guess I guess you never watched the '90s Mega Man cartoon. Uh no, I don't think so. Um, I don't think I don't I don't know if we got that in Canada. It was made in Canada. I'm pretty sure you must have. Not always. Like, oh, like uh, you know, uh, you know, like you can't do that on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never ever saw that ever on television. And it's a Canadian show. What, was it aired in Canada? I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, that was a while ago. That was like when I was young. So you probably like either weren't born or were too little to remember. Yeah, but like I had shit on TV from the fucking like eighties when I when I was watching TV and like like, like we have Canada has like very specific programming that it shows and it's a lot of just like hey here's stuff here's like the popular stuff from Nickelodeon that we were able to afford because it was because it was like the, like the most popular stuff from like other networks and then stuff from the fifties and sixties hmm. like we have a television channel up here in Canada that is entirely devoted to old cartoons. Like, it, yeah, it literally only plays Looney Tunes. I mean, it doesn't only play Looney Tunes, but we have, or at least we did. I don't know if it's still on. I don't know. With streaming lately, everything is just like nobody watches actual TV here anymore. Yeah, why would you? Especially when Disney Plus came out. They're like, oh, we can watch all the Disney, old Disney cartoons. We have no need for the Disney Channel now. <laughs> and then Disney's like, fuck, I didn't think of that that. Yeah, it's like, oh, we can just watch all the old episodes of DuckTales and Darkwing Duck. Yay, finally. Forget forget all this new stuff. 90s is where it's at. Yeah, forget all this new bullshit no one gives a fuck about. Let's go watch the let's go watch things before Disney was fucking evil. Uh, 
<sighs> Anywho. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so that's all I was able to play between the parts where I couldn't see or was, you know, being busy with family stuff. So I didn't spend, and, and I didn't get, I didn't get any actual games for Christmas because they don't do that. They're like, well, they're, they're like, we're not going, we're not going, they're like, we, we understand that, uh, there are worse vices to have, so we're not going to criticize you about it because at least you're not on drugs or drunk like a lot of other people your age now. But uh, yeah, we're not buying you games anymore. Like we're not we're not going to indulge your vices. You'll have to do that yourself. <laughs> so I was like, well, fair enough. At least you're not making fun of me for it now. I guess I'll take that. Yeah. Now here's some beer money. Yeah, for, uh, that is one of the gifts they got me was like this thing of like Harvey's Bristol Cream, which is like a, a sherry. Because it's like it was like one of the few like liquors that like I liked because I used to drink it with my grandmother. So they're like, hey, have some Harvey's. Have some of the only liquor we know you like, and also an eye doctor's appointment. And also a gift certificate from the diner. Yes, you have to buy yes, you have to support your own vices. Here's a vice. Here's a vice. A more socially acceptable vice. Well, you know, it's just that most of most people do their Christmas shopping at the corner liquor store because it's easy. So, it's just, and, and everyone in my family, except me. And even then I have a couple, I like is like real big wine drinkers. They're like, here, here's a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't try very hard either. I got my sister a gift certificate for this store that the, like she gets face creams for. I got my mom a hat that says keto AF on it because she's big on the keto diet now. So I keep getting her keto things, and I forget what I got. My, oh, I got my dad a book about um, the Civil War because he likes history and stuff like that. So I mean, it's not like it's not like I got them extravagant gifts and they didn't give me anything. But uh, yeah, I haven't gotten. I think the last game I got for Christmas was Injustice One a couple of years ago, and that's just because they were like, I can't think of anything to give you, definitely anything, anything, even if it's a game. And I'm like, all right, I was thinking about getting this game. He's like, okay, done. Here you go. Is that the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. Okay, I did my job. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, this year for Christmas, I got my mom debt. Really? Yeah, because she got me a new computer. Oh. Thanks, Mom. But yeah, so I got a new computer. Um, what I'm using to record this on. Hopefully it all works. Uh, but one of the things that oh. came with this uh, fucking new system is two games. Only one of which I've played because system management stuff. Uh, but yeah, so with the processor that I got with the computer, I also got a free copy of The Outer Worlds and Borderlands 3. So I've been playing through The Outer Worlds. Yeah. All people have been saying good things about that. It's really good. I said it's like Fallout New Vegas, except in space. Yeah, I haven't actually played that much of Fallout New Vegas. Like, I own the game, uh, but I haven't actually played, like, like devoted any significant time to it. Usually because I will, like, run out into the wasteland or something, go walk around for a bit, get encumbered, then uninstall the game. Yeah, you can't really do that. But, I mean, if you don't just, if you don't pick up every random loose item you find, you uh, it's a pretty fun game. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to go back and get it. But for right now, I'm just kind of sticking with the Outer Worlds. And I have been really enjoying this game. Uh, the thing that I kind of like like about it over what I have played of Fallout's previous is 
personality. Like I, this game is, this game's a lot funnier to me. Like I, like I know, I know that like the falls have had humor in them and like, they are very like kind of satirical. Yeah. But this one feels a lot more like kind of out there with it, as opposed to what I've seen, like what little I have played of the fallouts. Like there is, there is still like the big, yeah, New, big, Ve- like, New Vegas was like that too. So that's just what the company does. Yeah. Like, um, like the opening scene of that game actually really endeared the endeared me for like really endeared itself to me because with the opening scene uh, like the scientist who find, who finds you um like he he like uh, you know attaches his ship to the ship that you're on um and as as like the door is coming down he's you know very backlit and it's like the big, and it's like the big it's like the big reveal moment of like oh space magical adventure but then like halfway through the door gets stuck so he fucking just starts punching the fucking uh, control panel to open the door more I was like, ah, yes. I see what the tone is now. And yeah, I'm only about four hours in, so I haven't played like a super high amount of it yet. I'm still, I just got off the first planet. But I have been really enjoying this. I have been liking the character interaction so far. Um, Shooting feels great which is another thing that i kind of don't really like about those fallout games just the shooting feels kind of like shit because it's more about the rpg elements of it can you do the auto aim thing like fallout can uh this one can't no it doesn't have vats it has a it has a time slow mechanic where you're like able to like you know kind of get a bead on dudes easier but that's about it it's a lot more about actually like being able to shoot stuff which i enjoy like i like I like having a solid shooter as opposed to a shitty shooter with interesting RPG elements to it. Oh, okay. And you can't fly around in space, right? Um, not that I've seen so far. Like, like I said, I've only, I'm only a, like a few hours into it and I just left the first planet, but it is, you do like planet hop. You just don't like free planet hop. So you're like getting to the ship and go to this planet and then like it automatically flies you there. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, like as you as you progress the game, we're getting like more and more companions. So far, I only have Parvati, and yeah, like they they have some they have like uh, Parvati. I I'm probably not going to be ended up running around with her a lot, but she is fine. She's like a very like kind of innocent, naive uh, kind of person. Um, she like in in this world, um, it's the big like you know future corporation thing. Where in the future everything is owned by corporations, like even the cities that you. In go the to. future, megacorp owns everything, including your souls. Well, it's not so much megacorp, so much as like some, like singular megacorp, so much as it is like multiple just space corps, corporations. Uh, like the first thing, the yeah, first guy I run into is a soldier who's like, who's like you know, who was wounded and just kind of hanging back, and he's like, and he's like, you know, giving you like company spiel, and it's like, yeah, we're all part of the Spacer's Choice family. And you go to like the first town, and the first town is like a spacer is like is like, hey, this town brought to you by Spacer's Choice. And so, so it's like idiocracy. A little bit. Except without President Camacho. No, it and the game is worse for it. Ah, oh, too bad. Yeah, Did they replace their water with Brondo too? Uh no, they actually do have water. Oh, that's good. Uh, but like one of the first choices they had to make in the game was uh, 
so there were like so they like one one of the early quests I got one of the quests I got in the game was uh kind of the first like real moral choice kind of thing where I need a power regulator for my ship like my sh- my ship I say I I'm not actually so I am the character that you play as is a person who was thought out from a like civilian transport thing like corporations they had decided to they had like said hey sign up with our sign up with our company and then we will shoot you out into space and then you'll have like awesome adventures among the stars and then what they ended up doing was just was just like hey if we don't thaw these people out we will save a few hundred bucks so they're like okay don't thaw these people out and so there's just a bunch of like fucking transport ships with just frozen people drifting through space And you're one of those people. You got thought out and you are just basically trying to find a way to unthaw everyone else on your ship. It kind of sounds like Fallout 4. Uh, a little bit, I guess. Not the space, but like, like hey, no, you're going to be frozen and like, and then like, we'll never unfreeze them ever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually, yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> And yeah, so then you land on this planet, and uh, the guy who unthawed you is like, hey, you should be able to meet a uh, captain once you get down there. And then turns out that your uh, pod that you got launched out into space on landed on the guy you were there to meet. So then you have to then basically assume his identity and take control of his ship, the unreliable. And as you're going through that, you meet like a you meet an AI who seems to not give a fuck who her captain is. Like once you get there, it's like, it's like, oh, Captain Johnson. I don't remember the guy's name, but I'll just go with Johnson. It's like, oh, Captain Johnson. And then your officers are like, wait, I'm not Captain Johnson. And if you say that, if you say that, he's like, well, if you aren't Captain Johnson, well, if you are Captain Johnson, then the ship is yours. And you can leave whenever you want. If you aren't Captain Johnson, I might have to kill you. Where'd you go? Yes, right. I am Captain Johnson. He's like, I thought so. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. And like her face, like she has a face, but her face doesn't ever animate. So it's always just going between still frames. But a still, like a still frame, is still able to give the opinion of rolling its eyes, and this and this AI does it a lot. And that, that also sounds like uh, a thing from Fallout New Vegas with the the one guy who's like he's just a still face on the screen, and like his expression changes, but it's not animated. So maybe I so actually really like, oh. So maybe I I actually really would like Fallout New Vegas. I just kind of. I okay. didn't give it a time yeah, of day because say, it's I think too I say, Fallout. I, think, I, I mean, Fallout New Vegas isn't as isn't as absurd as this is, but yeah, it de- I could definitely hear the Fallout New Vegas uh, influences there. Yeah, but yeah. So in order to actually get the ship out of there, I needed a power regulator, and so going throughout pe- talking to people in town and stuff, I eventually talked to the like guy in charge of the town and was like, "Hey, so I can get your power regulator." Here's the thing. There are some people who were a part of our town who then decided to leave the Spacer's Choice family and kind of start their own weird little commune over there. They are siphoning our power. So what you need to do is go to this fucking geothermal station and then reroute the power away from them so that they will eventually come back to us. Like, it is an evil corporation thing to do, but not like the evilest thing. He's like, hey, we need these people back in the family. Let's give them no better option. Let's not kill them. Let's not do anything like that. Let's just, get, let's, just, let's just give them no better option. And so then you go and talk to the people who were like leading this, who were like the person in charge of this compound. And they're just like, yeah, yo, fuck the corporation, man. We, we want freedom. 
and then Parvati is also there, and she's like kind of conflicted in the whole thing. Like, hey, if you do this, if if you, if you shut off the power to the town, then you know the town dies, and it's not going to be great. But at the same time, I do feel bad for these people like living out here in this weird commune because they don't want to be a part of this, and they don't really have a choice in the matter. So, yeah. So I ended up what I ended up doing was uh, going to the power station and shutting power off to the town. Basically shutting down Spacer's choice in the region, but still letting people like live. Hmm. Got the power regulator and. And then, yeah, I ended up having to kill the guy and Parvati was like bummed about it. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Maybe my guy sad, which no fall game had done so far. Like I'd played a bit of three and a bit of New Vegas, but. Like I was actually somewhat caring about these people and I, and it may have been entirely um, Ashley Birch's performance as Parvati because I'm pretty sure it's Ashley Birch. No, I'm really digging out a world so far. I'm gonna be playing a lot more of it. Um, actually, getting, actually beating it. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be my first time beating a Fallout. Like, yeah, this was neat. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people have said good things about it. I might have to try that sometime. Yeah. Um, so they also got Borderlands Three. I have actually, ins- I haven't actually installed Borderlands Three yet because I want to, I want to focus on beating Outer Worlds and then move on to Borderlands Three. Okay. Like I have, I have like fucking four or five different games going right now, and I feel like I'm never going to beat any of them. So, so I want to like try to pare down my choices so that I am just going. Okay, I need to beat this. Then I need to beat this. Making it more of like a checklist as opposed to just playing whatever I feel like at the time. Because be, when I'm too scatterbrained, I don't ever finish anything. Uh, moving on from there, I also just bought a bunch of fucking games. Um, I bought uh, Dragon Quest Eleven for the Switch. Which I played on the PS4. Yeah, I... The game's alright. I didn't yeah, finish I it. I think that's why. Why, because you didn't want to, or you just got distracted? I... So... So I'm just going to say the port part I got to. I got to the part where Eric got his memories back. Ah. Then the game crashed. And I lost half an hour of progress. And I would just and then any motivation I had to actually beat the game just fucking drained out of me. Oh, I hate when that happens. You're like, it wasn't even that monumental loss in progress. Like it was it was literally one fight. Yeah. But I didn't want to do that fight again. Yeah. Oh, that fight is annoying, I think. Yeah, like there are a bunch of fights in this that got really annoying like uh, the fucking fight against the squid when you don't have the cannon like I didn't know the cannon was a thing and then the fucking squid pops up and I just go oh I got bodied okay fuck me I guess uh, there was the fight against like there, like a random encounter I randomly encountered in the ocean another one of those fucking squids yeah they're uh, I don't think it's as powerful but yeah it can be annoying yeah, like just a bunch of other fucking uh, fights where, where like the strategy, the strategy I had going in was just like, all right, so apply some status effects, fucking poison, sleep, whatever. Like I had, uh, I think at the point, I think at that point I had like Eric on my party and he had uh, like both the sleepers hit and like the venom hit. Yeah. As well as the follow up attacks for both sleeping and like fucking poisoned. And I could not get fucking poison or sleep to proc on any of the guys I was fighting. Yeah, I. I quickly figured out when I was playing that that doesn't really work as great as they th- people think it does. Also, 
any of my spells would also just miss all the time because like, all right, so Kasap, let's fucking decrease your defense. Oh, miss. Okay, cool. Oh, you're going to Kasap me fucking seven times in a row and all of them will hit my entire party. Cool. What difficulty were you playing on? Normal. Okay, because I don't remember the PS4 version being that annoying. Maybe they rebalanced it. Either rebalanced it or I was just getting the worst dice rolls in history. It is so much of it like felt like a drag, which was unfortunate because again, I liked the character in this. Like I liked a lot of the characters. Um they were they were like fun. I enjoyed the story that they were telling. Um the point, like right when you get like at the beginning of the back half of the game where you play as literally everyone else in your party except the fucking luminary. That part wasn't in the PS4 version. Okay, so Okay, so well there's a point in the game where after the fucking like after you get to Yggdrasil and get fucking bodied. Uh, by yeah. by whatever the dark spawn is or whatever his fucking name is, yeah. Like you you then play as each individual party member. Yeah, I read about that. As, they as all as have you, their own little quest. Yeah, they all have their own little quest and stuff, and that was really good. Like they like it. It managed to build on a lot of their characters. It showed kind of like it showed like this like message of hope. Be it, this 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 hope existed outside of you. Which that was fucking awesome as as just like whole this whole theme of the game. Like with so many of like with so many of these games, I always like so many JRPGs, it always gets to the point of like, hey, we need you, person to bring hope, to bring hope. But with this is like, yeah, even if he's dead, fuck it. We're gonna go do what we fucking do. Like uh fucking what's his what's his goddamn name? Silvando? Yeah, I did not have him in my party for the longest goddamn time. As a character, I love him. Like he's just this very fun, flamboyant guy. Uh, he's the first one you play as when you, when the luminary gets when, when the luminary gets taken care of, and his whole thing is just his his entire motivation for like how he's going to fucking fight the evil and save the world is just. It's just, I'm going to make as many people smile as I possibly can, and then just, that's it. That is his entire motivation as a character, and it is fucking amazing. And then you get, like, a bunch of other people's, like, their story and stuff. Um, and, like, getting Eric, uh, not, not Eric, sorry, um, the, the soldier guy who was, like, chasing you. Yeah, Hendrick. Hendrick, yeah. Getting Hendrick into the party, that was also really fun. Um, like getting to learn more about his character and and like the moment I kind of instantly turned around on him. Like I, up to that up to the point in the game, I was just like, oh yeah, this guy, he's kinda just kinda boring. But then when you went to go find Rab in the uh in like the mountain temple, and he looks down, it's like Yeah, he just freaks the just freaks the shit out over this like mint condition porno mag. It was like, oh, okay, you're cool too. Yeah, they, they kept they actually keep him a quite a, quite a bit of a surprise because like you know he's not at least in the PS4 version like he's not he wasn't on a loading screen or like the main screen. Yeah, no, no, they did. So, they kept him. So peop- they kept him very much in the back and as, and as an antagonist. And then you get to the back half and you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes total sense. It's, it's like, oh, we have another guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, because at that point you only have seven party members and you have and you need two full parties of four. Yes, like what I played of it, it I did enjoy it. Like I enjoyed the world, uh, the look of it. It's all Akira Toriyama artwork, so that looks fucking great. 
Have you ever played a Dragon Quest before? No, I no, I haven't actually. Oh, I just knew I knew it was all Kira Toriyama. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that, but I'm just like, yeah, it's nice. the 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 best thing I liked about the game is that it was just like it was nice to just play a flat out, just like old style RPG, like no. No mechanics, no, oh, we got to spice this up because turn-based is boring. It's just like, oh. No, just old-school turn-based. Just old-school turn-based with fancy graphics. Yep, but it, I mean, it's because yeah, Dragon yeah. Quest is practically a religion in Japan, so they'd probably go nuts if they changed anything. Yeah, old-school turn, old turn-based, new graphics. Also, no random goddamn encounters. That is true. They're on the map now. Yes, I fucking hate random encounters. And the fact that they, the fact that they were just like, hey, yeah, we got this old-school fucking, like, decades long religion in Japan that uh, that has random encounters. We just took them out. It's like, okay, yes, good. You have, you have caught up. Congratulations. I mean, they're still there. Just, you can avoid them if you wish. Yeah. They're there. If you want to do like the, if you want to do like the bad part of the game, which is, which for me, I at mean, least, if you, if, if you want to attack every single character, if you want to attack every single monster on the field, you can. No, I mean like I, this, this is a part, this is the thing I did the switch version, but like I, if you go to like the, what are they called? Like the fucking time goobers. Yeah. The tackles, tickles, tackles. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were in the PS4 version, so I don't know. Yes, yeah, so there are these things, and then you can like, uh, and then you can like go on quests for them. They will find like key, like they're going like looking out for keywords and stuff. And then when you get those keywords, you can go into their village, which then takes things back to like a like a very old school like eight bit Dragon Quest age. Yeah, you can play the whole game like that. Yeah, you can play the whole game like that. But with these specific things, um, you go back and it plays like old Dragon Quest, where it is all random encounters. Um, you don't see any of the, your allies on screen. You just have like menus upon menus. Yeah, that's that's how the old Dragon Quest games go. Yeah, I hated that. I I intentionally yeah. avoided everything involving that. Because yo, I, fuck I do that. I find noise. those kind of annoying. Yeah. But yeah, just it was at this weird like net zero, like zero sum game in my head of, of like, hey, I enjoyed the world. I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed a lot of the gameplay. But then there was also like nothing super grabbing with the story. There was nothing like super grabbing me mechanically. There was and like and like just there was that gr- there was that bit of the grind to it and the and just the uh, kind of like not great kind of annoying nature of some of the fights. I was just, it was like net zero in my head of just, okay, if one, if one like truly bad thing happens to me playing this game, I'm probably never going to play it again or at the very least stop playing it for now. And the game crashed and I lost half an hour of progress. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Uh. Which was kind of a shame. You should probably go back to it at some point. Cause at, at some point I will. It's not over. I know. Like they, like things just start to get weird after that. Well, not weird, but I mean, like there's still other big parts of the game to come. I'm fully aware. Like I haven't even gotten all of my party back yet. Uh, but yeah, then I also got to grab a couple games off of the PlayStation Store. Um, one of them I beat, not fully, but I beat the story. Which was uh, the new God of War from oh, 2018. No. The game's really fucking good. Like, I've never played a God of War game, but I've heard good things about them. 
I am not a fa- I'm not a God of War fan. I will say that I'll say that like right up front. Like I have played a bunch of the other God of War games. Like I think I beat both the PSP games. Um, I beat God of War one. I played God of Wars two and three, but it was just kind. They, they were just kind of, like they never really sat with me, or they never really like worked for me outside of the first one. Just because like they were always about like increasing spectacle, increasing spectacle over and over again, and increasing just like ridiculous shit happening. But it never, never felt really good good to me. Like I never really enjoyed the combat. Um, I never really enjoyed the character of Kratos again outside that first one because the first one actually had like pathos and stuff. But then get into like the second, third ones, and he is just I am angry, man. I kill everyone. War is good. Yeah, but then with this one, uh, they they keep the combat. Well, they change the combat drastically. But they keep like a combat centric idea to it, but also center the story a lot more on the character. Because the character, because like this, this, this thing is entirely a basically a character drama about a dad and his son who've been disassociated, who've been like disassociated from each other for most of the son's life, finally coming together and with the death of the, with the death of the kid's mom. And just that's the entire story. Because like at the beginning of the game, Kratos' new wife and mother of his son, Atreus, or as he's better known, boy, she dies. They burn her, collect her ashes, and then go to deposit and go to like scatter those ashes at the highest peak in the realms. And then people keep getting in the fucking way of that. And it's all based on like North, Norse mythology and stuff. Um, that's I'm all. Just trying to scatter these ashes here. Stop getting in my way, so I have to kill you. That's actually that's actually the rub because the person who keeps getting in your way is Balder, who can't be killed. Ah. Uh. Yeah, like you keep you keep like Balder keeps showing up and just like fucking with you, and he's just like this really like weird like twink looking dude. Well, as twink as a fucking Norseman can look. Like, he is literally half the size of Kratos, but he can still, like, throw down with Kratos on, like, an equal footing. And, yeah, it, it is just... This world is just fucking massive. And everything feels huge. And, like, in a way that... In a way that the God of War previously hadn't felt since, again, the, the first one. Like, in that first one, fucking fighting the Kraken at the beginning was just this ridiculous thing. And then you get to the third one, and you are... Literally climbing up Gaia's back as she is scaling fucking Mount Olympus to go fucking kill God. And the entire thing just feels so moot at that point. Begin to this one, and you see the giants and the world serpent and like all this other shit fucking flying at you and dragons and stuff. And it all feels so massive. And it's honestly really impressive. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it gets back into character stuff with a uh, with like dealing with Kratos trying to trying to like overcome his past as the god of war and like connect with his son and his son is just trying to like get his fucking dad to love him because now that now the really only source of parental love that he had is dead. And it's the two of them just like stumbling ass backwards into a, into a functional relationship. And that's all really cool. Like, why don't you love me, Dad? Because I'm the god of war. I don't do love. 
Yeah, and then combat wise, it they have changed up combat semi drastically because you don't actually have like his like chain blades until over halfway through the game. But the majority of the time, you have uh, this axe that you can just fucking throw out at people, and just your fists, so you're lo- like a lot of just punching dudes. <laughs> and all that's moving over to the triggers, which took some getting used to, but that eventually was whatever. Um, it's still like all combo based, where you are able to like launch dudes, hold down buttons, and like put pauses in between attacks to add like a new, to add, like you know, new aspects to your combo. Uh. You know, parrying, dodging, that's all still there. And it all still, and it's all kept in like a very like tight behind the back, like Resident Evil style fucking camera. And that can be a bit like distracting or like you, 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 lose, you can lose track of stuff a lot. Because like there will be times where there's like a lot of enemies are on screen. Particle effects are going off. Shit's exploding. There's other dudes knocking you around and you can't ever see like what's behind you. So they so they add like this little like like you know arrow kind of pointing towards like the next coming of danger that will then flash red or flash red for like an incoming melee attack or flash like pink for a incoming ranged attack, and that can be a bit uh, confusing. Just like trying to try to get used to that kind of language, but for the most part, like it all works really well. Uh, the only thing I have left to do is the Valkyrie fights. Which are like these optional bosses, which will get you new shit. But yeah, God of War is really fucking good. The other two games I got weren't as good. Because I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Monster Hunter World. Everybody loves Monster Hunter, apparently. I've never played it. I tried it. I didn't like it. How how was it? Why? Uh, Because the game is entirely... Well, the game feels... Just out the gate, built for co-op and like and like online multiplayer. Which yeah, I sounds about right. Yeah, I don't have friends to play Monster Hunter with, so I am. I don't have automatically friends. fucking like I am automatically just like fucked in that respect. So trying to play the game by yourself, it all feels like a massive slog. Like yeah, it's, everything it's you like, try hey, to do takes so is, this goddamn is to play long. with all your friends, but I don't have any friends. Yeah, and like I, I played a couple missions. I did a couple like just small things, and this game seems incredibly dense. Like, like, like preparations you have to do before fucking going on a quest, or like, like, la- like launching out into the open world. It's like, all right, so yeah, I gotta go resupply with this stuff, and then I'll check out my new equipment, make sure that my equipment's up to date as much as it can. All right, then I got, then I gotta choose what kind of meal to eat. Depending on the quest I go, that will change the kind of meal I eat, which will give me these stat bonuses that will work until my next fucking mission ends. Then I got to select the mission. Do I got to go with one of the assigned ones or one of the optional ones? And then got to go from there. And it, there's like so much happening in that game that I don't, I don't have the current mental capacity to like really engage with that properly to get like a real opinion on it. So I feel like monster hunter worlds is going to come going to be just kind of sitting in the library until such a day comes that enough people that I know and have like fucking PlayStation online or be like, Hey, I'll play monster hunter. I'm like, yeah, fucking sure. I'll try getting into it now. Yeah. Play monster hunter with somebody else for a change. Yeah. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Fuck man. That it's just bad. 
like I I haven't really played an Assassin's Creed game. Well, okay, that's not that's kind of a lie. I've played I played a couple of like modern Assassin's Creed games. Like I think no, actually, I think I stopped before the modern Assassin's Creed game. I think the last one you played was the pirate one. The last one I played was Syndicate. Oh, okay. the London one. Did you like that one? It was all right. Like it didn't have it. I think it had like some of the charm from the pirate one and like some of the mechanics from the pirate one, but for the most part, it just kind of felt bland. But then after that, they then changed over to their more RPG focused thing and like where you have loot and different equipments and you're like able to change your load and it actually like feels like an RPG. And so getting more into and so this is the first one of these this is the first one of those kind of games that I've played for Assassin's Creed and like for the most part it was all right like the climbing felt good well good enough uh there's still like the occasional weird thing of like hey I want to climb this wall whoops I jumped off this wall onto a fucking balcony and then climbed up a different wall or stuff like that um it seemed like there was a lot more focus put on like the combat aspect of things and this may just be because I suck, but the, the the level of difficulty from like a single level number is ridiculous because Hey, there's leveling now. And I was like, I was a level four character fighting a level five character and I could not kill level five character to save my fucking life. Ah, you are one level behind. You are now helpless against me. Yeah. Then once I got to level five, I then fucking cakewalked, breezed right through this motherfucker. I was like, that that shouldn't happen. That sh- there should not be that big a disparity between level four and five. Uh, and yeah, it also felt like a lot more combat focused and combat centric with a lot of like the new, with all the combat kind of feeling. Well, all the like new stuff that from all the new stuff that didn't feel like I knew it from his old previous Assassin's Creed games was entirely combat focused. Like increase, like, like I said, like with the equipment stuff, you're able to like find new weapons, new armor. And then those, the weapons, a lot of different classes, which will, which will like affect your combat speed. So that was a whole other thing. Um, For whatever reason, they put dodging on the square button and like bound it to that. So I couldn't change it. And that fucked me up so goddamn hard. Like I don't know what it is, but having dodge be on something other than X or X or circle just feels entirely alien to me, and I cannot wrap my head around it. I guess you shouldn't play Kingdom Hearts then. <laughs> I guess not, because dodge is dodge is square. Not only is dodge square, but in certain games, it's like block is hit square when you're not moving, and dodge is hit square when you're moving the stick. Yeah, I don't know, man. She's just weird. Uh, Like, just that, for whatever reason, that language didn't speak to me. And it's also weird because they, like, added on a, like, second layer to the dodge. Or or if you just hit square, you'll dodge once. But then if you hit and hold square, you will dodge and then dodge again while you're in your dodge. Huh. Which only worked about half the times I tried to use it. Are you invincible when you're dodging or no? Oh. Yes, when you're fighting a guy, he will like go. He will like uh. He will like glow red for like. Oh, you have to like fucking long dodge this, 
and then I would try long dodging it, and then I get, and then while I was in the second half of the dodge, I'd be hit with the second half of his attack. Because like the actual timing for any of that stuff, I was not able to get a hold of. Um, same kind of thing for like parrying, because you know, hey, counter counter attack is still the fucking thing to do in Assassin's Creed. So they would go to attack, and then there'd be like this little circle. They they'd, like have this like glow or like circle around them for a second. It's like okay. I, then I go to do the fucking timing thing and oh I was trying to time it too appropriately and so I took way too long to actually do the thing what you're supposed to do is the second you see that fucking glow you're supposed to just hold down that fucking block until they hit you at which point it will auto parry no matter what no matter what level of fucking no matter how bad the timing was you just needed to be blocking while they were attacking you so that all felt like shit hmm and then there was a mission and a single line of dialogue that made me uninstall the game immediately. Which was? I was trying to sneak in to kill this guy called the Cyclops. And so I would go through, I would be like, all right, so kill his guard, kill his guard, kill his guard, and just be very be very slow and methodical about it, like I'm playing Assassin's Creed. But then when I get within 30 meters of the, of the objective marker, it then forces me into a cutscene, which then leads into an open combat situation. With what I thought, with, with what I have tried at least, no way to escape it and then go back to a stealth situation. It's just, you have to get into open combat with this guy. At which point he will summon like 12 bodyguards. So you're so you're in a combat situation with 13 people. Even at the recommended level, I was getting fucking bodied over and over again. You can't fight 12 people by yourself? Come on. Yeah, and so after like my fourth or fifth attempt at this, all of a sudden my fucking character says, I should try the stealthy approach, which is what I've been doing every single time. Just be stealthier. So I uninstalled the game because fuck you. I'm trying to be stealthy. You won't let me be stealthy. Like, at some point, Assassin's Creed lost sight of the fact that they're supposed to be a game about assassins. Yes, yeah, like, ah, it's just, assassins when you just dramatically flip into the middle of the room and then kill everybody, right? Yeah, you give, you give a long speech with, like, a bunch of fucking quips. And then, whoops, you stabbed him. Yeah, you're, you're an assassin. Nope, that's... That first game is still the truest, like, aspect of... It's still, like, the truest assassination game. Like, that, does it count as an assassination if there are no witnesses because I killed everyone in the building? Yes. Okay. You know, with Assassin's Creed 1, like, you were able to sneak up on, like, it is, like, you you know where your target is. And then how you get them is, how do you get to them is up to you. You could, like, go into open combat and then fucking kill them and then run away. Or you could just, like, you could just, like, slink through the crowd and just fucking shank them in the kidneys and leave. And it was great. Every game has gotten more and more steps removed from just... I am going to kill this person in a way that no one knows he in a way that like no one knows I was there. Like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, I think was the last game that even tried to do that. And now and they're just was, taking the Black Star approach. Yeah. Oh fuck. Ben, the last game I have like any real thing to say about is a game called Light Matter. So Light Matter is for full disclosure, a game I got from the publisher. Uh, I reached out to them after I heard about it because it seemed interesting. And yeah, I'm playing it for review. Um, 
Just to say right now, it is middling. Whatever the work if I did that. So like, hey, I work for this company. Can I have a copy? For uh, review? And they'll be like, maybe. Or maybe they'll say, no. Screw I mean, yeah, I could set you up a company email. You could try it. Nah, we'll see. You just, you know, you just have to, you know, eventually write something about it. Well, I could do that. Eventually. It's <laughs> only anyway, light matter. Uh, it, light matter is a portal like. Which is to say it is a first person physics based puzzler that is trying to go for the same kind of sense of humor and tone as portal and failing to do so. Also one of those. Yeah, so Yeah, so in the game you kind of just wake up in Light Matter Industries, this massive corporation that was giving a like presentation on their latest thing and then something went horribly wrong. I don't have any idea who I am, what I'm doing there, or how I got to how I got to where I was. But waking up and heading out, I am then and then like talked to by the CEO of the company, who then says, Hey, stay out of the shadows because this whole thing is that it, is that if you go into anywhere that has shadows, you die instantly because the shadows eat people. And how to get around this is just is just there are lamps and like different like light sources that like th- that's the whole thing. This whole game is just portal, but instead of portals, it is volumetric lighting. So you'll have lamps or like other. Like movable, movable platforms that you'd be able to like set up set up lamps on. You be, be there are like natural light sources that you have to try to manipulate. Um, sort uh, like doors and stuff that can only be opened by um, by like shining light on them at the right moments and like like manipulating your lamps in such a way that you're able to like get out of the situation. And the puzzle, like puzzle design wise, it all. Like they're decently designed puzzles. Like none of them feel too hard. None of them feel too easy. But none of them feel too fun either. Like I'm just kind of playing through this game. Playing through this game feels like a checklist. It feels just like I am going through the motions of all right. Set up a lamp here. It shines a light in the shadows. I walk through there and I go. Whoa! I win. I never get a sense of satisfaction for anything. I never like feel like I figured something out. I'm always just like, oh, that's what the fucking thing was. Okay, let's move on. And the entire time, the narrator, well, the or like not narrator, the guy running the company, is you know insulting you, degrading you, doing the Glados thing, but he doesn't have any of the do, do charm they, or wit that they, Glados do had. They call you, does he constantly call you fat? Uh, like no, Glados thinks, did. Uh, no, he thought I was a health inspector at the beginning, and so he was constantly mocking me for being a health inspector, and then he thought I was a journalist, so now he is degrading me for being a journalist. Okay. Like it's the game is trying to go for that like wit and like sarcastic bite of GLaDOS and other things in the fucking portal, but the writing isn't there and the charm isn't there. And the game also lost a lot of points with me when it when they literally mentioned Aperture Science by name. Oh well. Yeah. So hey, Aperture Science, we're much cooler than those guys. That's literally what he said. We don't need we don't need no cake. Okay, so he didn't literally say, hey, we're much cooler at Aperture Science. He's, he's like, like, Light Matter Technologies is a way more advanced organization than those fools over at Aperture Science. And I was like, oh, then, fuck Is you, it made dude. by the same company? No. Oh, wow. So they're just like, hey, our game is cooler than this company's game. Exactly. 
like yeah it's like it's like hey we these indie developers are way cooler than valve the people who own pc gaming and also made to some people one of the best games ever with portal like i fucking love portal portal is an amazing goddamn game But I also kind of hate Portal because Portal led to the Portal likes, led to these other companies trying to make like physics-ish, like like physics-ish puzzlers that are more about like their personality and world than there are than they are about like actually making interesting puzzles. Portal managed to find that like fucking perfect balance of having this really rock solid gameplay loop with just this awesome amount of humor and personality to it that any game that tries it never really reaches it. Like there was that one, I can't remember. I think it was like quantum conundrum where it was all about like, where it was all about like gravity or times shit. And there was other ones like, um, fuck. I think it's like antimatter, antichamber or something. I think I reviewed it on the site where it was like all about non non Euclidean geometry where like the angle that you view something at would actually change the entire like physics of the world that you're in. And yeah, like there's this game has like really nothing behind it. Like hell, even the lighting kind of sucks because they're so like, what's the gimmick again? Lights. Lights. Okay. Yeah, the gimmick is lights and the lights kind of suck. So it's like, I turn the lights on. I can do stuff. Like any area of like deep shadow, you walk into, you die. Except for when, except for if it's too small, then you're, then you're just fine. Um, there are areas where like there are bright lights shining down, so that you're able to just walk around fine. There are other lights, there are other areas where there are no discernible light sources, but there is enough light that you won't die in the shadows. Um, the lamps that you move around, the, these are the main things that you actually use to solve the puzzles. If you shine a lamp at a lamp, neither lamp will cast a shadow. In fact, you, the player, don't cast a shadow. So it all just feels incredibly hollow and like nothing has any substance to it. Huh. And yeah, so I'm probably going to give this not a great review. I'm only about like a... Guess, only you, like, guess, you, won't, guess you won't be getting anything from that company again. No, I probably will. They, they probably don't remember me. Oh. But anyway, yeah, I... I'm not a fan of this so far. Um... I'm only like, I'm only like a little over an hour into it and I can only assume I have like a little over like two hours left because I cannot imagine this game going for longer than four hours. If it does, this game is going to fucking drag more than it already does. But yeah, I guess we'll see it. The other Can't side. you knock out portal in like an hour or two? Yeah. The game's like, I think like three hours long. Oh, That, that's that's what I'm that's what I am basing my length of this game off of. Ah, but anyway, other than that, um, I played a bit of the new games for PS Plus this this month: uh, Goat Simulator and the Uncharted tree and the Uncharted trilogy. Oh Goat Simulator. God, Goat Simulator is is that is is that as trippy as it seems like it is, or is it just stupid? Uh, it just seems it seems like a meme game that is like five years out of date because I think it's because I think it's like five years out of date now. It's pretty much yeah. It's a goat simulator. Yeah, we get to walk around as goats. Yeah, it's like hey, the physics are wacky and you can make dumb shit happen. I'm like, all right, cool. 
Can I do anything else? No? Okay. Because that's all it is. It's just walk around and wacky shit happens. And then you check off a list. It's literally going through a checklist of wacky shit. And then Uncharted, I have given up on that series before, and now I am giving it a, like, for realsies take on it. Like, before, I if I ran into, like, any kind of, like, hiccup, I would then just go, okay, fuck this, and shut it off. But now I am giving it, like, an honest-to-goodness college try, like, actually attempting to go through it all. And so I will let you know how that works out when I finish. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. I think I might need it. Anyway, that's all I got. Ugh, fuck. I guess I can do it for this week. Like, unless you want to talk about fucking Tokyo Mirage Sessions coming out on Switch. Or that new Dragon Ball well, Z game. I don't know about that, but uh, I will say that the Final Fantasy VII Remake got delayed again. Shocking. Yeah, it got delayed till April now. It was supposed to come out in the beginning of March. They needed an extra month to polish up the game. Yeah. Oh, also, they also uh, pushed back uh, the Cyberpunk release date. Yes, they, they pushed back Cyberpunk probably because it was going to be released around the same time Final Fantasy VII was. <laughs> and they pushed, back their, they pushed back their release like a day after they announced that delay. So it was pretty clear. They're like, well, we can't compete against that. We better push it back. Yeah, so it's coming out in September now. Yeah. Huh, anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. Ugh. We'll be back at some point with more of this shit. Hopefully Yay. Dave will be back. Hopefully, guess. No more of uh, whatever he was doing. Driving around and dodging the cars. Yep, but until then, I'm dead. I'm Alex. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, have a wonderful time. <laughs> I can't tell if you're getting better or worse at that. I'm not really trying to get better. Fair enough.